this child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm the storm with his hand? Did you Walked where angels trod, and when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Mary, did you know? Did you know what was inside of you? Oh, Mary, did you know? Good morning. Merry Christmas. Wow. How fun has this been already? Goodness. Karen, thank you. That was that was phenomenal. That's just phenomenal. The Bible says be instant in season. And what you don't know is I only asked her two days ago if she would consider singing Mary, did you know? So either you've been up for the last 48 hours or 
You just carry Mary, did you know, around in your pocket. That's Wow, wow, what a great Christmas season this has been and is continuing to be. Just want to welcome you this morning, especially online. Uh, so exciting to have all of us in the room this morning. If you're visiting with us either online or in the room, we want to just say Merry Christmas to you. Welcome. Welcome to Harvest Christian Fellowship. And what I'd like to do this morning is share this story of the question, Mary, did you know? And I want to ask this morning, Harvest, did you know? Father, we just pray right now that you would speak by your word. The eternal word of God is Jesus. Jesus, speak today to every heart. Pray that every mind would be open, every heart would be open now. Lord, to receive into our spirit that which you have for us. Lord, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. Well, let me read this to you. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Did you know the Lord is with you? He's with us today. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled by his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel. Since I am a virgin, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her own age. And she who has said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. No word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be to me fulfilled. And the angel left her. And at that time, Mary got ready and hurried to the town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And in a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of our Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. This morning, I'm going to do something I haven't done for some time, and that is just, I believe that God is dropping a word into our hearts. I think he drops a word into our heart every week. I don't want to suggest that God isn't speaking every week. But there are, there are times and seasons where God speaks a keros word or a very specific word into our church that will carry us for a season. We've had words about expansion, um, and that word carried us for several, uh, several months as we were believing God for the things that he speaks to us as a church family. Church family and to individuals and whoever's watching online today, and I just feel like God wants to drop a thought concerning 
Mary's conception and carrying the very purpose of God. And that this morning in the same way, that God wants to deposit something into your spirit, something into your family that would begin to grow and you would realize that you're pregnant with the very purpose of God. At Harvest, we say we want everyone to know God and that means we want you to experience him, experientially know God, have relationship with him. We want you to find freedom from the things of yesterday, the things that uh, are associated with our separation from God and our lives and sin. But we can find freedom from those things. And then to discover purpose, which is what I want to talk about today. And then as we discover our purpose, to make a difference in the lives of others, which we're all called to do. Mary being pregnant and birthing Jesus really is an amazing picture of how we can be pregnant with God's purpose and deliver God's purpose for the benefit of those who live around us and are associated with our lives. Mary, did you know? <laughs> nope, <laughs> she didn't. Not at that moment. Not at the moment of receiving the word. When we receive the purpose of God into our lives, excuse me, we can expect God to work incredible, incredible things through us. That's his will for you. You might be sitting here this morning saying, I'm just ordinary. Mary was just an ordinary teenager that God spotted from heaven because she was in connection with him. She was connected to God. Therefore, she was connected to God's purposes. And I believe as a church, we're coming into a new season of getting pregnant with purpose. I believe that uh, we are getting ready to, to come into a season of birthing new ministries here at Harvest. An ordinary young woman with an extraordinary destiny not because she earned it, not because she deserved it, but because she was connected to God. The angel said, you have found favor with God, or literally, you have a divine purpose. What has God created you to carry? What are you to be carrying in 2024 that would affect the lives of people all around you? Remember the story of Noah? God was both judging the earth and saving it. And he picked Noah and his family to be the deliverers of planet Earth. That's kind of a big task. Noah didn't understand it all. But God came to Noah. The Bible says that Noah found favor with the Lord. He found favor with the Lord. Grace, empowerment. In the same way Mary found favor, she was highly favored. When we're connected with God, then we're connected to the purpose of God in our life. And the favor of God, the empowerment of God, enables us to do that. Because most of us would go, <laughs> I'm, if I can brush my teeth right in a day, I'm doing good. <laughs> and God's power comes to fulfill what he has spoken in our lives. The angel said to the unsuspecting Mary, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And I feel like God is saying, rejoice, Harvest. God is about to bring us into an exciting season. It's not an ordinary season. It's a season that we're about to come into. It's not business as usual. It's not same old, same old. It's not Sunday after Sunday. But I believe there's a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit that's about to blow on us and about to impregnate us with great, greater purpose than we've ever known as we leave our 20th year as a church and step into 21, I believe God is doing something wonderful. 
And behold, you will conceive in your womb, bring forth a son, and you shall call him Jesus. That phrase that Mary would conceive in her womb literally means that she would receive and internalize. She would receive and internalize. What are we receiving and internalizing? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And John's definition of Jesus, Jesus was impregnated with the very Christ child, with Jesus himself. In the same way, we are impregnated with purpose when we receive the eternal Word of God. And that can come in many different forms and fashions. We can be reading um, during our quiet time, our, our time alone with the Lord. We can reading the scriptures, and God can, we call it quicken or, or make real or come alive a scripture that all of a sudden we, we know that God is promising, God is saying something to us, and we're listening and getting excited about his purpose. It could be in a service like this one. It can be in our 21 days of fasting that we're going to start on January the 1st and fasting and prayer. We set special services aside. And there'll be Sunday as well as our midweek services on Wednesday, which we don't typically have. But when we do extra services, we're setting time aside, setting ourselves apart to hear what God might be saying. It could come in one of those services. We're gonna have a, prophetic team from the Kingston Church, Pastor Cam and his wife and the team will be here on week two. I'll speak week one and on the Wednesday he'll speak week two. Week three is on a Monday night uh, to accommodate Pastor Russ and Yana Conway who will be from here from Florida and uh, spending a couple days in the week that he'll be speaking on Sunday and then Monday evening. Jesus is the eternal word of God. Jesus was in Mary's womb. You and I have a prophetic Womb, a place where the Word of God can be received and internalized, made your own, where we begin to believe God for the promises of God and the things that God has spoken. And we want to position ourselves to hear what God is saying. We want to be like Mary when we're, we're joined to God, we're in connection with purpose. We want to take these days to position ourselves to begin listening what God is saying to us. This is a season of God speaking. Now listen to this. New promises, new words, and fresh assignments from God. The Holy Spirit is going to speak new promises, new words, and fresh assignments from God, which will cause a new joy, a rejoicing. And I think that as a church, we, we have a pretty good time, like this morning. But I think God's going to notch up the excitement. He's going to notch up. And, it's, and for some that maybe you haven't known joy or it hasn't been exciting for you, the purposes and the uh, plans and the promises of God, I believe that's this season, if you'll open your heart, position yourself, that you will rejoice. You're going to come into a new season of joy, a new season of excitement, a new season of knowing that God is doing something incredible. You're not just watching the clock tick by. You're not just watching another Christmas go by, another New Year's happen. But th this year, if you would position yourself, I believe this is a season of great joy. Harvest, rejoice. Number one, Mary was positioned to hear the word sent by God. When the angel came, 
She asks the question, how will you perform this word? That's often when we hear what God wants to do. It's like, God, really, for real, like how would you even do this? And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. At Harvest, we believe that these are the days of the Holy Spirit. God is pouring out his spirit on all flesh. Our sons and daughters will prophesy. Come on, our old men will see, see dreams and visions. And we believe in the supernatural. We believe in the moving of the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I'd like to see a whole lot more Holy Spirit moving in our midst as we come into 2024. How many, how many could pray into that with, with us? The Holy Spirit will come on you. When we position ourselves to listen, to get really serious about the things of God, set time aside like we're gonna do in January, we fully expect that the Holy Spirit's activity increases in our midst. If you're not sure what I'm talking about this morning, and it's just those moments of God being so real, so real, and he makes himself real to us in so many different ways, but and it's not the same with each person, but you just come away going, oh my goodness, I just had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I had an encounter with God. He will overshadow you. Not just a visitation, a habitation. Not just a one-off. Wow, that's, that was an amazing time in the, in, the spirit, in, in, in the presence of God. No, an overshadowing, a consistent habitation. Mary responded to that. And our response in these days needs to be the same. Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Number two this morning is we're talking about getting pregnant with the purposes of God. Just like Mary. Our cry needs to be and our statement needs to be, our confession needs to be, I will serve God's purposes. Mary's life changed from that moment on. She was planning a wedding. She was excited about her and Joseph. They were engaged and they were excited about their new life and what would happen and what would take place. And the Holy Spirit seemingly comes along and just interrupts all that and says, I have another assignment. I mean, you can have that assignment, but I have another assignment for you. I have a great thing that I want you to do. And oftentimes, as the Holy Spirit comes into our lives and we're looking for this sense of passion, this sense of being excited about life and the things of God, and if that's dwindling or waning in your life, I, I want to suggest that it's probably we have plans and we have things we want to do and our lives are probably filled with things that God is saying, as good as all that is, would you be willing to set some things aside to give yourself to the purposes of God? Because in those is the greatest passion and excitement in anybody's life that they could ever experience. And she says, be it or excuse me, behold, here I am. I'm your servant. I'm the maidservant of the Lord. It almost sounds, when I say that, it almost sounds as if God is like, okay, pull your bootstraps up. You're gonna get busy. I've got a task for you, and I need you to do this, and, and you just need to do this. And sometimes we can detach that from the joy. We can detach that and kind of like willpower. Oh, I guess God wants me to get busy for him. 
But that can't happen without the part of the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, the empowerment. And when, when God's Holy Spirit, when we're in God's presence, as we're going to be in these days, as we're setting, setting them aside, starting, I, I believe something's starting this morning, something's being released this morning. When we start to stir and open our hearts and the Holy Spirit begins to move, something inside begins to stir. God's wind begins to blow something inside and, 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 and brings it to life. Like Isaiah of old, in the year that King Uzziah died, that passage begins. He said, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And he said, here am I, send me. And there's a here am I, send me that just erupts out of our spirit like Mary's did. And that may not be here. You may not feel that this morning. I'm saying you will. You will as you give yourself to positioning to the Holy Spirit, to saying I will serve the purposes of God. Position, willing to serve, surrendered. Number three, let it be to me according to your word. Whatever your promise is, let me recalibrate my life and give myself to the things that God has for me. The fourth thought I wanted to share is that immediately in this process, she went on a journey to find Elizabeth. Number four, be willing to journey. She hurried out of the house, and I, I think it was, if I recall, like 50-mile journey. And are you willing, and if we would be willing as a church, if you're visiting today, this word's for you as well. God has you here today on purpose. Are you willing to journey? Are you willing you know, I was going this way, but now because of assignment, now because of the stirring of the Holy Spirit, now because I realize that I'm, I'm born for destiny, I'm journeying this way. And Mary begins to go on a journey that would change her life entirely, but would bring forth Jesus. And you and I are called to bring the purposes of God alive in Cornwall and region, wherever you might be online today watching, to release the purpose of God, but to be willing to journey according to what God has spoken. Be willing to walk out what God has for you this year. And I'll give you a, a, like a money-back guarantee. You give yourself this year to the things and the purposes of God as he speaks them to you. And I promise you this time next year, you will be rejoicing. There will be a new joy, a new energy. There's a new purpose. For some of you, you're, it's waning. There's exhaustion. There's just weariness. God is saying, I want to do something new. I want to blow a fresh on your life. One more thought. It's not in your notes on purpose because of the way this scripture goes. What's more? There's one more thing. Are you ready? I want to speak to the Elizabeths in the house. Ones who, had, I mean, well, I'll read it. What's more, your aged Aunt Elizabeth. You can decide whether you feel aged or you are aged. And I don't know how old Elizabeth was exactly. We can kind of 
kind of guess, but the Elizabeths of the house, and I'm just gonna say it this way, the 55 plus at harvest, I need to tell you, according to the word of the Lord today, that our best days are ahead of us. Our best days are ahead of us. We are all about equipping the next generation. We are so about that. And we are in such capable hands, but that doesn't mean we step off into the sideline and go, oh, let's let them do everything. No, it requires, what's more, what's more, your aged Aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. And the Elizabeths of the house, I need to tell you that maybe it's been a while since you've been kind of feeling the stirring of the Holy Spirit of what your contribution would be or how God might use you in the house of God. I'm telling you, as you position yourself, as you surrender, as you get ready, you allow yourself to be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. A miracle is coming into your life as well. The miraculous is starting to stir afresh in you. You're gonna be as excited as you've ever been about the very things of God because God is touching the Elizabeths. And that's not gender specific. That's the men and the women of an age group. Or maybe it's not age for you today. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Maybe you just feel barren spiritually. If you're barren physically in the name of Jesus today, receive children we still believe in that here at Harvest and have seen so many couples that have struggled with infertility, God blessing and touching and doing the miracle of kids. So we'll release that too. But you might feel barren this morning. You might feel like your life has nothing to contribute. The story of Mary is the story of purpose. It's the story of an ordinary teenager who God sees from heaven. She makes some decisions and she, her, her, life, her life delivered the greatest miracle ever known. What could God do with your life? What could he do with mine? If you feel barren today, God wants to put purpose into your life. Harvest, did you know the purpose you are carrying will walk on water? In other words, there are miracles that are beginning to grow in you right now. Harvest, did you know it will save your sons and daughters? And we call all of our sons and daughters and family and prodigals, those who have been, those who are not here yet, coming to the house of God. Did you know that the season has come to be made new? This purpose you delivered, you will deliver soon. Harvest, did you know? Your purpose will give sight to the blind. Harvest, did you know that it will calm the storms in people's lives? The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will rise again, the lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Harvest, did you know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your 
connected to God, could receive from God, and birth the purpose of God. With every head bowed and every eye closed, I wonder today if there's someone here, maybe this is your first time, maybe you've been here for some time, you're watching online, I'd like to give you the invitation today to connect to God if you're not today. You say, well, how do you connect to God? The Bible says we're separated from God because of our sin. We're born, every one of us born, breaking a law of God. If we've broken one, it says we've broken all of them. There aren't measures of sin. We're born sinners, separated from God. We connect to God by receiving the gift of eternal life, which is Jesus. He was born, but he would go 30, 30 some years later to a cross, we call it Easter. He would die on a cross for you and for me to pay for our sin, the only way sin can be forgiven, the only way we can be connected to God. Today, if you're here in this Christmas Eve service, you've never received Jesus into your life, received eternal life, and with eternal life, eternal purpose. 
I would love to pray with you today to invite Jesus into your life. I'm simply going to count down from three, three, two, and then one. When I say one, I just, if that's you today, you can receive this gift simply by raising your hand going to the pastor, pray for me today. I'm ready to connect to God. Or maybe it's been a long time since you've been connected to God and you want to just recommit your life today. If that's you, three, two, he loves you so much today. You're here on assignment. One, just raise your hand so I can see. Is there anyone in the room? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else today? Just all over the room. Yeah, this is amazing. Thank you today for just expressing your desire to be connected to God. <laughs> I'd like you just to do one more thing, and we're going to do this together. You heard the applause because the Bible says that when a person makes this decision, the angels throw a party in heaven because God has been longing to connect with you. Pray this simple prayer with us today. If you've raised your hand today or online, if you've, you could just text in, I'm making a decision today. Dear Jesus, thank you that you love me. I know that I am a sinner, but today I ask you to come in my heart, save me, wash me, forgive me. I receive eternal life. I receive eternal purpose. I can't wait as I start my life with you today on Christmas Eve. Amen. Wow, if you prayed that prayer, we believe you're born again. <laughs> yeah. Would you stand with me this morning? I'm going to ask Christina just to bless you and send you today with the blessing of God. Father, we thank you today, God, that this is the celebration of you, Jesus, the eve of your birth. Father, I pray for every family that gathers tomorrow as families, God, that we will take a moment to remember this day is about you, Jesus, the sacrificial lamb, God, that came for us. Father, I just pray that you will just bless each and every family over this next week, Father. God, as we step into this Christmas season, God, that it is all about you. And Father, you will bless us. God, I pray for those that will be gathering tomorrow and some will be missing. Father, that you will make a way, God, where there seems no other way. Father, I just pray blessing upon blessing upon blessing today. In your name we pray. Amen. Just before you go, we have a prayer team that would just love to partner with you and pray for your miracle today if you have a need in your life. Perhaps this Christmas is a reminder as you've lost somebody throughout this past year. I want to pray that grief will not overtake you, but in the loss, you can enjoy and know the purposes of God as you're going to move forward. Whatever you might need today, uh, just come forward and our prayer team will be here. If you raised your hand today, I want to encourage you, see someone in a black shirt um, that's part of the host team today. We have a Bible for you. We would love to give it to you as you start your journey with the Lord. God bless you. Merry Christmas. See you New Year's Eve.